Welcome to Minimum Specs, the only VR podcast that will not be breaking Article 2 of the Oculus Terms of Service, titled Eligibility, Registration, and Account this holiday season. Based. Okay. So what that means, <laughs> um, that article, the terms, means that you cannot um, use a meta VR product if you are um, under 13 or under 14 in South Korea. So um, true. If you are, if you're planning to get your child uh, headset for Christmas, make sure to abide by your local laws. Yes. Or you're, yes. oh, you're we about know. to make a, some poor social platform a lot more annoying. Yeah, you're going to ruin a platform and make your child a criminal. Yeah, or just throw them into rec room. That too. We yeah. do. We're very aware that in the VR space, children are criminals. Children are criminals when they're not in the VR space. But anyway, yeah, you, but you this have is, a. This is like. A, you wanted to tell me about some of some of the bundles this year. Oh, I do. There's only one. Um, so, Meta always does some kind of uh, like holiday deal every year for their their Oculus slash MetaQuest headsets. This year, it is a three hundred and forty nine dollar bundle that includes the MetaQuest two um, and Beat Saber and Resident Evil Four VR. I think overall, it's a pretty good bundle. Especially for it being the Quest Two being, a, I mean, pretty much the standalone VR headset that exists yes, right now yes. at a reasonable price. And that's not failing financially totally. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> I my only concern is rumors of the Quest Three next year. Yeah, yeah. Worry that it would you're you're buying a headset in that regard that's outdated within less than a year uh that so makes actually that's a good, that's a very good that, point that's that's my to. only hesitation there i mean if you're if you want vr and you like really want to get into it this sounds like a fantastic bundle for it but if you're somebody who's like willing to wait another year to get something that's like another level better i would do that yeah i would say the quest to whether Whenever the Quest 3 comes out, the Quest 2 is not going to be like immediately cycled out and like no updates for it. No, um, no, no. They, I, they, they've been updating the have, Quest 1 uh, to be pretty feature uh, synced with the Quest 2, so it's not like they are completely abandoning it, but well, there's only the so much they can just, do with it. Yeah, also the Quest 2 is much more powerful in general, so it's not going to be like taken out immediately. And, um, yes. We actually we don't talk about Quest Three this episode. We don't have notes on it. We don't talk. What about I've heard, it. the main difference is just like color pass through, maybe a little more power. Uh, yeah, I've I've um, heard rumors it's going to be an intermediary between the Quest Pro and the Quest Two. So I would say if you want Resident Evil Four and Beat Saber and you want to get a Quest Two, I would get it now, but yeah. not if you're getting it for a child who is under thirteen. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of Quest Pro. I, I unfortunately oh it was leaked. I intended to have this revealed to you during uh, this recording. This episode, but I but, uh, you, you leaked you, it yourself to me. I I apparently did. I don't remember doing it, but yeah. uh, so maybe I'm just being gaslit. But I anyways, uh, I have with me a Quest Pro, and I've been using yeah. it for about a month. I think that's around about the time I've had it. Uh, is, yeah, a month, month and a week. Month, month, month and a week. It's yeah. So I've had. I have some thoughts. Uh, one, I have seen your notes. You have many thoughts. I have many thoughts. 
Uh, this may take off the majority of the episode. I hope it doesn't. Uh, I will try to butt in as much as I can, so I'm part of this podcast. But we will see. Yeah, this may turn in. This may turn in into the to the dungeon hour. Uh, <laughs> one 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 thing of note is that uh, fun fun little fun little thing that was revealed after uh, MetaConnect. The well during the during the talk to preface this, uh, uh, Zuckerberg and another individual came out on stage with avatars with legs, legs. on them, with yes. some pretty good leg and arm tracking. Everyone is, of course, very excited about this, very cheering in the audience. Everyone's like, oh my god, we're getting legs, and they look good. Cheered. It was revealed that the body tracking was fake. A fraud. A fraud. Yeah, this isn't news. He's a liar. They they had a more proper full body tracking setup, more, like... That that was pre-rendered, like it was pre, like it was a pre-computed tracking data. So, yeah. uh, I mean, I I'm not sure anybody expected him to go out live, but the data was was fake in general. This is not like an in-headset product that they have created. This is yeah. they use something else beforehand, which is a little so bit disappointing. Got it. Okay. Um, so my main question about the Quest Pro. Mm-hmm. Um. How has it feel differently compared to Quest Two? More pressure on the uh, on your forehead. Uh, that's where the main head strap is. Uh, so you've you've got a lot more pressure on your forehead. Uh, I originally tried it when I was sick, so I had more of a negative experience with it because I already had a bit of a headache. But it hurt. It hurt pretty bad uh, after, after only a little bit of use. I think that was mostly because sinuses were blocked up. I had a big headache, but I can, I can say for certain after a bit after extended use, you definitely feel it. And I wish that they had some more like padding to rest on, like the, around the bridge of your nose or on your cheeks. All right. So I'm glad we covered the comfort stuff. What I meant by that is like general experience, like using the the software. Oh, like okay. General like feel of like the controllers and stuff. What is like different from that in the Quest Two? Controllers are weightier, uh, which I okay. really enjoy. Actually, I was gonna go get my my that control, might not be my controllers for hand to hand conversion. They, like they how... feel more like the original Rift. Okay. Just That's... O- overall, which I I think is That's... really great. That's interesting because I almost prefer the lighter controllers because it, it helps with the immersion factor of when you're holding them, you don't like, you can kind of feel like it's just your hands, but when you grab something, it's like there. So I don't know. I I think in terms of immersion, maybe, but I think as just a generic, if it, if I was going for immersion, I would, I would probably want definitely a light controller, but I would want a controller that was a bit more like a hand with okay. with something like the Quest, uh, the the touch controllers that we've seen over the years, they're not really like an immersive thing. They're so yeah. I'm I'm fine with them being weightier because they they feel a bit more quality. I can feel kind of confident with them in my hands. Okay. Uh, materials are good. The wrist strap feels almost a little cheap and stretchy when I first felt it, but. Like pulling kind of on like, it, like testing like it, one. it, it feels it feels good quality. 
I do not have a quest one. I want a quest one because oh, I just I like one. collections. But quest one is more like like a rubber strap compared mm-hmm. to the quest two's like thread one. Uh, from an overall experience level, software is pretty much the same. Uh, new home space with uh, that you can kind of teleport around in from fixed points. They have that on Quest Two now as well, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's nothing revolutionary. It's just a bit of a higher quality environment. Uh, thumbsticks feel great. Buttons feel great. It's all pretty much standard. Uh, there's not okay. like a big you say, feeling difference from everything. Have you noticed any like like loading time differences? I haven't. It's felt oh, wow. very similar. And part of that is the the upgraded chip, the XR2 Gen 2, it's not really a big performance boost. It's just kind of, it's better memory management and cooling. Okay. So uh, it's much more of like, like an evolution on it. Yeah, it's... Like a, it's a sli- massive change. It's slightly modified, but it's not like a big performance boost. What helps are is... What, what, the big thing that, things that help are the RAM... Uh, and foveated rendering. Now, I haven't I haven't used any apps that utilize foveated rendering. I have a few individuals I know that have tried it. Apparently, works very very well. Oh, okay. I I showed the opposite. I heard that it's kind of like just a gimmick. That doesn't really do much for you. I I mean, it depends on the app and a lot of these features. I mean, they're very cool features, but it's always going to depend on the implementation. And I think that's theorizing a little bit in part why people thought early VR was really gimmicky was because okay. people weren't taking full usage as the te- of the technology as they are today. And I think that's going to be true with color pass-through and with a lot of the new touch sensors on the controllers here and the face and eye tracking. It's, it's something that people are going to have to learn how to integrate well. Mm-hmm. I-, I was going to say, do you want to ramble about um, color pass-through now? Yes, Oh. I, I have so many thoughts on uh, Color Pastor. So it doesn't initially sound like a big change, but oh God, is it? Um, okay, so okay. there's a game right. called Waltz of the Wizard, which I, oh, yes, yes, yes. I already enjoy. And they released a few updates recently. Uh, and these two updates, hand in hand, are so, make for, may have created and merged together to create one of i think i hesitate to say it my favorite single experience in vr see the correct answer to that like best vr experience is either half-life alex or bone lab okay so i kind of let me let me let me clarify why i say this so I first played the I expect you to die thing, which was cool. It was it was pretty basic, but it was cool to well, see my room. Now, Waltz of the Wizard uh, has a had a voice tracking update a little bit ago. You could put on a ring, you could talk to uh, a couple characters, like, and it would process your speech, and they would respond. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could also do stuff like summon boxes, throw fireballs, do magic stuff. You could say stuff like, when I snap my fingers, summon a box. And you could do that and sn- summon a box with a snap of your fingers. That's cool. Really cool stuff. Uh, the, game is o- the game has always been pretty ahead with integrating new features, especially with Oculus. But 
the color pass-through update, which is only available for the Quest Pro, of course, changed how I view VR and AR. I It was, you know that magical moment you had when you first stepped into VR, where you're like, oh my god, this incredible, I can interact in this incredible virtual world? Yes. I had that again with AR. <laughs> okay. I... I go into, I open this bubble, I go into my room, and I see posters, virtual posters, hanging on my walls, teaching me the mechanics. I can summon, I can, by saying summon box, or like place box, I can place boxes in my room, on my floor, that I can, with my hands, pick up and throw around. Uh... All right. I can summon fireballs. I can have it bounce off of the walls correctly. Everything just works and looks cool. I can place objects on the t on my table because I've I. Then this is all stuff that you have to set up beforehand. You have to place where your walls are, where your table is, yada yada yada. But once you have it set up, it just works, and it works very very well. And it's not perfect, and it's a little glitchy. And it's the technology and hardware and software aren't all quite there, but it was incredible. That does sound very cool. I do wish that more games would take use like the microphone and stuff to do voice features. Absolutely. Uh, that was that was my magical moment uh, with AR. Now, however, oh dear, I want to preface that I, I want to to kind of add an addendum. Which is, I cannot, in good conscience, recommend a purchase of a Quest Pro to any other oh. human, living or dead. <laughs> because it's so expensive? I have many reasons. Oh, oh okay. I, will, I thought it was just, just the price. All right. It's not just price. Uh, it's a few things. Uh, the tracking on the controllers is super good, but they are slower to start tracking. Like, you mean when you turn them on? When you turn them on, when you switch from hand tracking to... Uh, when you switch from hand tracking to the the controllers, stuff like that. It just takes a little extra second. It, well, actually, really a few extra seconds. It, it's, pretty, it's pretty noticeable when you go... When you do a side-by-side -side comparison. Because, of course, the headset can track exactly where the controllers are by just looking at the lights, whereas the... Controllers have to find out where they are. Yeah, because they're on their their own thing now. Yeah, uh, but when they when they're when they are currently tracking, they work really well. It just takes a second to start tracking from like a standstill. Again, that might be that might be a they have to find out where they are. That might just be a they're in sleep mode thing. Okay. The the camera on the color pass through feels like I'm looking through like an early home video kind of. Oh, okay. The, I was thinking that might be, might be a problem. The the resolution is about the same as the black and white. Okay. Well, oh, actually, that's, that's not great. I was it, looking for more. It's not incredible. I, it might be a bit higher. It's serviceable. It's not incredible, okay. but it works. And again, it works good enough to provide some really cool experiences. Okay. Uh, there. Some people have reported a... Quest Pro microphone popping issue. I haven't run into it, but there are I reports. Like that's always been. That's happened with all headsets. Yeah. R Rift S in particular had that. 
uh, update forty-seven. Uh, oh, there, yes, there were yes, some yes. there were some Quest Pro related notes that I wanted to go over. MetaQuest Pro now has uh, background audio playback. And when I say MetaQuest Pro now has background audio playback... That means Quest 2 does not. I mean MetaQuest Pro has background audio playback. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Now you can listen to, like, Spotify or a podcast or whatever when you... Like this podcast. When you're mm -hmm. in your Quest Pro. But uh, if you're still like me, you just got a Quest 2 or you're going to Quest 1... God, those people still have, still exist. Um, I've been I've been trying to convert any I find. Oh jeez. <laughs> um, then unfortunately, you're gonna still go still be stuck with no possible way to listen to audio besides how I do it, just putting an earbud in my in my like right ear while I have my headset on. Hey, it works. Uh, you know how when you recorded mixed reality video, everything, all of the pass through stuff would be black. Yeah. Well, now they have mixed reality capture. So with MetaQuest Pro, you can now record the world around you. And along with it. That means so to not having that. Well, yeah, but it makes more sense for the Quest Pro because oh, with the, oh, with the, the, with the Quest stuff. 2, okay. you're not going to be using the black and white pass-through to play some really cool immersive stuff. You don't know. Maybe someone was colorblind will. Maybe. Uh, shareable wish lists. You can send uh, Oculus wish lists and stuff. They got the app got a refresh. I it took me a second to find everything again, but I like the new design. The app refreshed, like the 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 phone app. Yeah, yeah. They re, they uh, changed up the design of the mobile app. Not anything insane, but I think there's oh, some cool visual yeah. and uh, visual and uh, UI improvements that I think work. I have actually a bunch of gripes with the, the Oculus mobile app, mostly because when you go to the menu thing in the bottom right, it has all these little colorful buttons for like events, people, Oculus move, casting. It's not very devices, organized. And then under that, they have a list separately of just normal, uncolorful icons for stuff like your library, um, version number, your payment stuff, etc. Just put that all in either colorful stuff or make none of it. I, I get why it's separate because it's like what are the things people are going to be checking often versus what are the things that people are going to only be checking if there's an issue. Fair enough. I think library should go in the colorful buttons though. I, I see your point. Uh, Avatar Mirror in Horizon Home. So uh, your Horizon Home environment on MetaQuest 2 and Pro will maybe you had to quickly check what you look and then make changes to your avatar in real time. Uh, which is, is Horizon, I think, is Horizon Home a thing in Horizon Worlds, or is that what they're calling the actual home That's, environment now? I think the home environment is Horizon Home. It's possibly oh a like, similar thing in Horizon Worlds. I'm not sure. From what it looks like, it's it's your home environment. Uh, but you have, you have an avatar mirror now. Awesome. PC Max streaming might be coming to Oculus Home soon. Uh, oh. oh, interesting. And that is everything. Oh, also, there there's some stuff to share point clouds, so you can share basically uh, AR data about the how your space is with uh, other headsets. Uh, yeah, if you're playing that. if you're playing multiplayer. Oh, okay, makes sense. So like you can um, play AR and have a shared world. Yeah, yeah, okay. Those are my Quest Pro thoughts. 
I, I again, all right. With the price, with the little gripes, with the Quest Three coming next year, can't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next up, we're gonna talk about the Varjo Aero headset. For people who don't know, Varjo is a company that is entire their entire thing is making headsets that have absolutely insane like resolutions and like pass through modes that feels so real. Um, like see. like uh, getting close to human eye resolution color Yeah, like close to human eye. Um, so this one is, I think, yeah, this one's like more publicly available than their other ones, right? Anyways, yeah, this thing is apparently much more ergonomic. It's very lightweight, which is insane to me because when yeah, the arrow the screens are like insane. Yeah, it's it's called the arrow. It makes sense. Um, and of course, focus on displays as dual mini LED displays. Um, which is, yeah, they're 4K, um, and it works with, like, everything, I think, right? Oculus and CVR? Maybe not Oculus. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just a PCVR headset. Yeah. FOV, what? Jesus. FOV is 115 degrees. I don't know why. I didn't write down anything, but I just wrote, like, very good, great display, even <laughs> resolution. I, I've this heard the very... The accounts were similar to mine in terms of like how color pass through changes up your whole thing. Yeah, there was uh, there was a video one one creator made where he talked about how the developers put a human mo- like he was he went to Vario's stu- uh, like uh, offices to check out one of their new headsets, and they put a human avatar in the in the world with him, like in the room with him, and he. <sighs> put his hand up to the person and his brain thought he felt warmth from their skin <laughs> because that's like, absolutely insane because where you're because your brain like starts getting enough stimuli that it starts making logical leaps of like yeah 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 i know what i'm feeling um so anyways here are the technical specs for the who the the actual minimum specs of the oh, bar the you need Windows Smoke. 10. You need. Do you write for the right for the GPU? Oh no. You need at least a 2060. That's RTX or or 3050. That's not insane. For for I, VR I, for I, like high quality VR, that makes sense. I just think needing an RTX is kind of crazy for this. Oh, needing an Nvidia GPU. It needs. I think it needs Nvidia RTX. Hmm. I mean, all of their new cards are, are RTX, aren't they? Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll leave the RAM's only 8 gigabytes and the storage only 2 gigabytes. Well, I guess storage is more about the software, oh, yeah. which wouldn't be a lot. And plus with RAM, it's more about process. It's more about depends on the game, whereas this is yeah, very, very GPU heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, that's really all I have to say about the, the Varjo Aero. Um, <sighs> Oh, sorry, I was looking at the notes still. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Next we have the Vive Flocus. Yes, the, the colloquial name. HTC is working on a new headset. They have done a few leaks over Twitter, some like teaser images and stuff, but we've gotten we've gotten some, some leaks about what it might be. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a consumer headset, which is why they're leaking that stuff. It looks to be... Uh, a mix between the Vive Flow and the and the Vive Focus Three. 
Hence so focus is its code name. So same spatially tracked controllers as the Focus Three. Uh, apparently, a similar camera setup. Uh, I'll send I'll send the full article for this one in the Moon Specs channel. Apparently, a similar camera setup to the Pico Four in the Quest Pro, which means that, mm. and given how the camera setups are, the cameras are arranged, it very well might have color pass through. Uh, okay. It's got the kind of front back, like back with the battery and cushion as the pro and everything. But apparently, like. that's a good design. Apparently, you can take off the back battery and pad to use it in a sort of glasses mode. So what this is is it's like a hybrid where you can have it like the good VR mode with the pack on the back and stuff it versus and like you, to, you can want to want to watch a movie in bed yeah you can swap into glasses mode for focus like vibe flow mode uh reportedly featuring a quote much more powerful chip than the xr gen one mm. so that that's promising uh this and could be something price mostly over a thousand dollars of course okay well yeah not much you can do there I like that Vot, that HTC is returning to consumer space and has been for a mm -hmm. while. I don't I, like that it's more the prosumer space. Yeah, I wish that it wasn't also not either like very pro heavy. Like there's two ends of vibe spectrum right now. Very pro heavy stuff or the vibe flow. Um it's two extremes and I hate both. Yeah, it's cuz the vibe throw Pro is uh, the Vive. Sorry, the Vive Flow is even pro prosumer. I would say it's just not in the same way. Oh no, you're absolutely right. Also, I don't hate prosumer like VR stuff. I do not like that Vive is doing like the ultra like enterprise stuff. Yeah, I think it's that um, they can have margins, uh, good margins. Yeah. They've run into issues with that in the past, which is why they ducked out of uh, consumer space for a while, is because they made a terrible headset and then. Nobody bought it. <laughs> yeah, no, but you're right. The Vive Flow is very much like, hey, these are like little glasses that you can put that can put you in like your VR business meeting or whatever. Yeah, it's it's um, for people who it's it's basically a go. Yeah, it's a go. Yeah, it, no, it's, I, I, I'm, I'm just thinking about it. Think. It is a go. <laughs> but the go was better. The go was better. I I I wish this is a side tangent. I wish Meta would just make another go. I want I, I want good. a cheap little three dot of media consuming lightweight fifty bucks headset. They could make it for a. Let's they feel like they could make it for a hundred. I think they could. I they think they would could make it for a hundred. They would make it for two hundred, but they could make it for one hundred. <laughs> I would be uh, I would be fine paying for a little fucking lightweight cheap three doff basically phone vr headset for me to watch netflix in. yeah i would love that. you know what they could i think they can make it six off at this point i think they could do uh, it not for that price and then it would just be oh, a quest right, point. <laughs> yeah anyways no i think about it if they just take a quest to make it three doff have a lesser processor in it that's gonna be really cheap i think yeah i think the go was not great but I liked it. That's my that's my okay, well, that's my on. go opinion. Let's, well, let's think. Real fast. The go at the time was 
the, one of the first standalone, which is why I was it had a bit major overheating was. problems, issues with the uh, touch sensitive controllers. Yeah, uh, would lose directional tracking pretty often. Uh, yeah. At at the time, it was great. I th- just no, I, I think, liked it a lot. Yeah. Anyway, I want them to make a new one. Meta, if you're listening, John Carmack, get this fucking pass through. I know you're watching. Okay. Anyways, anyways. But not anyways, actually. That was my rant. I'm I'm going to keep tangenting. You are. At that time, the Rift was being sold for $400. If they can make... And the Rift was wired. It had to have a computer. didn't have any, like, internal computing. Well, obviously it did. But didn't have its own, like, dedicated CPU or, or GPU inside of it. And so if they can sell a Quest 2 at 400 now with all the stuff in it, they can for sure make a really cheap go. And they absolutely should. God, I hope. You have you have your own. Uh, just get, getting back on topic, you have your own long winded, long winded conspiracy rant coming up right now. To, to I do. Par- this is not as much a conspiracy mind. anymore, actually. Oh, is it? Is it? Is it not? <laughs> our, our 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 Lord and Savior, as far as VR leaks go, um, Brad Lynch. Um. You can is find that, him on Twitter. and Is that Sadly It's Bradley or am I thinking of somebody else? Yeah, Sadly It's Bradley, I was going to say. He's yeah. on YouTube as Sadly It's Bradley, Twitter, that. He's Brad Lynch. We love that guy. Um, he's found all the leaks. We talked about this last episode a little bit. But he has found all the leaks about the, um, the Valve Deckard, which is Valve's rumored standalone Quest 2 competitor. We're not fully sure if it goes with the Steam Deck yet. I think it does because the name implies it. But um, that's not like fully, fully set in stone. Um, anyways, so yeah, all this comes from Brad Lynch. He's found this through SteamVR files, patents. Um, I think he has a like a group of people who find this stuff for him too. So it's not just him, but um, this is all found through his through him as a source. Um, so the biggest link, sorry, the biggest leak as far as the Valve Deckard has been a Steam VR input profile listing that says Deckard. Um, this was the same way they found out about the Valve Index, stuff like that. Um, and along with that, we know that this is going to have like an Oculus Link slash Quest Link kind of system for PC use um, because there's another thing, the Steam VR file is called VR Link, um, which could also be, has to do with the Quest 2 like Oculus Link stuff, but I'm I think that they found that separately. I cannot confirm. I'm not an engineer, so I can't look this code and go, hmm, yes, this means Valve Deckard. Confirm features, eye tracking. It's gonna have a Qualcomm CPU, which you know, what else are they gonna do? Um, apparently, it's gonna have a high-end comfort strap. The patents that I've seen show um, a like a bunch of different things you can adjust on it. So yeah, I think Valve's kind of going all out in this one, like they did with the. Uh, the index um display wise of course they're going above and beyond again like the index was um it's gonna have a 10,000 nits oled display so very bright um the refresh rate is gonna be up to 2,000 hertz apparently do you, do you believe that I, I kind of don't i i think we can all dream that's that's a no very vague it's gonna be vague. Uh, <laughs> i, I, I want it just to be clear. Okay. All right. Um, this is the one I think it's really interesting. They're doing stuff with the lenses. They're having varying like uh, 
lenses that can adjust, I think, for people with conditions like astigmatism, which make it hard to see certain things through like a display strap to your face. Um, what that condition is, um, if you don't know, it's like when... It's, it's like having like really shitty lens flares everywhere you look. That's the right, that lens flares, yeah, not stretching lights. Um, but yeah, it's seeing lens flares on a lot of things. And I think that would probably make it hard to see through a VR headset. So um, I'm glad that Valve is looking more into accessibility for this. Controller-wise, I think we're getting pretty close to the same knuckles we did for the Index. Um, it's going to have apparently the improved touchpad, which I'm surprised about. I figured that would be removed. Um, and this time, the tracking sensors on the fingers, like the uh, your your middle ring and pinky finger, are gonna have much better tracking this time because I've heard some people have had issues with on the index knuckles um, when you grip. It's a little bit sensitive sometimes, so um, maybe you don't mean to. Or you're trying to hold the control, or it'll grab something on accident. Um, but yeah, that's most of what I have actually, just about this. Um, I'm pretty excited because, you know, I don't think Meta's going to last forever, forever. Um, and I don't trust them a whole lot. And besides Why Oculus, trust all, of, them, uh, <laughs> besides Oculus <laughs> all of my VR games are on Steam, um, who I trust a little bit, just a little bit more. Um, and also, because of Dungeon's immense rec recommendations, I have been looking more to a Steam Deck recently. So if things oh, could God. come together for me to things could come together for me to switch to a steam ecosystem it is quite literally like the only thing i game on now yeah like it's it's shit anyway, for dungeon. some games i still have to use pc for some but like pretty much everything just works so dungeon between now we're gonna talk about pimax oh no you gotta I'm looking at my notes here it says you gotta talk about the pimax crystal dungeon i do, do that? okay so pimax is kickstarting a pair of headsets the portal and crystal i'm covering the crystal i have such middling opinions <laughs> i have it's such pimax what are you gonna do it's it's pimax there's the just there's a certain thing they do it looks like it might be standalone they're really not clear well, no, the, i think i think the, i think the crystal is not standalone the crystal is like the other pimax i think uh the crystal, the crystal says it has a standalone VR engine with Wi-Fi 6C with split rendering. All uh, right. <laughs> I'm sure that's true. I'm sure that'll happen, Pimax. 160 hertz refresh rate, QLED plus mini LED panels. Um, a fi uh, 5700 by 2800 display. Uh, 8K resolution. HDR algorithm. Customized PC VR engine, which might be by AMD. It looks like oh cool, looks really interesting. It looks like a good, it looks like a pretty good standalone headset. I don't trust the standalone part. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it'll have some wireless PC VR stuff, some wired, some standalone, the whole frequency of things. I, yeah. again, the, so badly don't trust, because they have an XR2 Gen 1. They're not, the, the specs don't work oh, together. Go there now. Hold on, it doesn't go there now. That goes there in a second. Oh, oh no, 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 no. That doesn't go, doesn't go there yet. That, that, you didn't see that. It doesn't yeah. go there yet. No, 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 no. 
Um, it's not going to be good. For, it's for it isn't going to be good, Henry. It's that it's not going to work standalone. You don't get 160 hertz refresh rate with an HDR algorithm with QLEDs and a massive display and good quality. So it's you. It gonna, looks like they'll have multiple processors, which is so good. So what's going to happen is it's going to have, have a very heavy. It's gonna, we're going to have a very heavy brick strapped to your face. I, that visually will be cool. But it's going to be the worst experience of your life. Triple coated yeah, you, lens made of glass. If it even comes to you, if you if you don't get scammed. <laughs> Waiting for the next. Henry, we're that's not what listening to our about. Whole Valve Decker speech. <laughs> Redefine the limit of clarity. Yeah, we know you have good displays. I. And it's going to have a high price. It's going to, and it doesn't have even a round number as the price, which kind of pisses me off. I thought it was sixteen hundred. It's not sixteen hundred. It's sixteen hundred on the sale because there's a there's a hundred dollars off for a thing. Wait, but it's that's not the that actual mean? price. What uh, is it? The actual price is one thousand eight hundred eighty nine dollars. It's not a round that's number. It's <laughs> my favorite year. Yeah, eighteen eighty nine. It's and I don't know the whole happening. all the pricing looks so s- sketchy with like. Charger dock with battery, DisplayPort cable, spatial audio module. <laughs> it's just a bunch of buzzwords. It's all just buzzwords. I, I don't trust it. I don't. It all. This looks like I'm being sold like land in East Albania, and I'm going to never well, receive a deed. Like this doesn't well, look dungeon. like. <sighs> dungeon. High, Speaking high of Cooper. IMAX, dis- distrust and buzzwords. <sighs> Primax portal. There's a second, a second thing in this this announcement from Pimax, and that is I'm sending in the chat right now. Looks, this one looks so cool, but I know it's not real. Yep, it's not real. It's not gonna happen. (laughs) But the Pimax portal, the world's first metaverse entertainment system, this is nothing. This is not real. This is a three render made in Blender because someone thought it would be cool. It's real and it's going to be bad. It I, when I when I I don't know how Cooper defines it. When I say it's not real, I mean it's either never going to come out or it's going to come out and just be terrible. It's on Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. it's not coming out. <laughs> yeah, that's not, not, not the first you're, time a Kickstarter has happened. You're and not come out. You're going to get better returns on setting a hundreds on fi- on hundred dollar bills on fire. Okay, you're not. So let me dungeon dungeon. Allow me to explain to people besides Henry. What the hell this thing is. God. So, here are the four modes for the Pimax portal. So, this is a Nintendo Switch, I guess, slash Steam Deck-like device. And so, at first glance, you see Nintendo Switch. It's got the two little Joy-Con-like controllers on the side. And it can play Android games. It can do Android apps. Um, let's... Here, I'm going to do this for, of, like, ascending insanity. Um... Let's say you got your little switch here. You want to do something on your TV. There's a little dock you can put it in. You can use TV apps, I'm sure like Hulu, Netflix, or whatever. Um, put it on your big screen. Use the controllers as a little remote. That's all well and good. Um, next, we're going to use it as a switch, which I already mentioned. Um, yeah. Then, you use it as a PC gaming system. Which what that means is, you can, I don't even know how this thing works. 
you get like a separate it says the extension 2k screen with like a separate thing in it i think no this is a separate thing that comes with a little um mini pc that amd made for them um so you can play pc games using this thing that will be good pc games i don't know how it works it's very unclear how that's not a separate product from the main portal. Yeah, also, it's it looks like it's got, like, a case on it for yeah, that, I, but also but might it, be a different... It looks like a separate device. It looks like it's a different prototype entirely. Okay. Now I'll move on to the most insane claim I've ever heard in my life. <sighs> this does not... I don't trust this. Apparently... Don't trust this. No, it looks like it's a snap-on here. front case for it, somehow. Oh, with a screen on it. I don't know. Anyways, don't know. for the standalone VR mode for this, what you're going to do, you're going to take this this little little like f- phone VR headset and you're going to open the front of it and you're going to punch your... <laughs> Henry. <laughs> uh, if you're listening through audio, Henry just sent an image of the, the Samsung Gear VR <laughs> because that is exactly what it is. This is this is the fucking Nintendo Labo cardboard. It's Nintendo Labo cardboard. You slot your little Pimax in there, and it works. Oh yeah, this is the, go- this is the Google Daydream, not the uh, not the not the oh, Samsung. Oh okay, got it, got it, uh, got it. And apparently, it just works. And oh, not to mention, you take your little Switch Joy Cons, you get your little like plastic VR controller things, and you shove the 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 little Joy Cons into them from the front, like a really weird strange looking way it looks this is just it's the whole insane. thing looks like it's never going to happen this isn't yeah. a thing dungeon let's run through a scenario here you have come over to my house and we're gonna play some games and you're like let's do a switch i say no i have a pimax portal um i am not offering so- you my switch i'm gonna offer you my shittily emulated steam deck copies which I which of, of the ROMs of which I acquired legally through dumping copies of games I own. Anyway, anyway, so we we, we want to play some 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 games. So we get out my my Pimax portal. We attach to it's a little PC thing, which is definitely real. <clears throat> and we play some PC games. Then you say, let's watch a movie. We put it in TV mode. Watch a movie, and you say, "You know what? We should do some VR." I pull out my little, little VR VR set, slap portal in there, we'll put us little controllers in its thing. And we do VR. Then you go home. My life is all all Pimax. That's all it is. This, but it's in fifty years, because that's when they're gonna finally <laughs> release and ship these. I don't like. I all of the headsets Pimax has made have been cool, but every once in a while. They'll like everyone, like most of the time, it's just like, here's a really high resolution headset. And we're all like, cool, that's like a intra- marginally interesting thing. And then every once in a while, they're like, hey, by the way, we found and killed God, and here's his head. <laughs> and then, like, they start a Kickstarter campaign and then just go quiet God. about the product for six Kickstarter years. Revive God. Yeah, anyway, yeah, I think they could do all these things. I think there's potential they could do all these things separately and make them good. But not like this. Don't shove them all together into one thing. Just don't trust Pimax. I don't trust it. Anyways, yeah, so I actually, the reason I don't trust them, on the bottom of their their K 
Kickstarter for this is a bunch of quote-unquote reviews. And the first two make sense. The first two are um, actual reviews on... One's on Discord and one's on thing, but they seem like actual reviews. The first one even has the product in its hand. Um, I still don't trust that because it's not a real product. But um, and the third one is a Reddit post. So I don't know what to do about that. And the rest just seem like really weird. Like it's like articles talking about it, but it doesn't feel like it's actually about like ain't saying anything good or bad. And they slap these little like green thumbs up stamps on these as if they're official. And then like the last 20 of these reviews are all just tweets in varying languages, which I assume mention it, but have nothing to say about whether it's good or not. I assume most of these are just people saying they're excited for it. So it's like, what do people actually think about this? Oh, what's the cost? What's the price again? Unclear. Unclear. Is there <laughs> Unclear. not a? Is there nothing on on the Kickstarter? I'm not seeing anything. Hold on. Let's see. Here we go. Hold on. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Unclear. I love unclear. I, I think they actually have released this, but it's very hard. It's, it's Un- not easy Unclear to find. was my paycheck last summer. <laughs> Pimax portal price. I think they did release one, but I don't know. It's not, not easy to find. Um, let's see. Okay. So the Pimax portal itself, which is a little switch thing, um, is between $300 and $400 for storage options. Um, then if you want a if you want a QLED display, um, then it's five hundred and fifty dollars. And let me mention real quick, there's a hilarious graphic on this Kickstarter showing the big differences between the the QLED one and the the non QLED one. Um, I gotta scroll down to it. This is the longest Kickstarter I've ever seen in my life, and it shows literally five differences out of like 20 between these two versions of the screen this is the list of all differences and they're saying that's worth an extra like 200 bucks Uh, displays Um, can be expensive i get that however yeah despite how the pricing of both of these things okay so i i own a steam deck i know what a 500 600 handheld product feels like i know it's performance it's not a quick not a Pimax portal. And it is, it, let's just say they are as powerful as a Steam Deck. Let's say they're a bit more powerful than the Steam Deck. They're not running v- VR off of it. <laughs> so what I'm looking at for the price thing right here is that you can get the Pimax Portal View with the tablet controllers and headset for $449. Either, so, either the VR will be dog shit. The handheld one yeah, will be that's dog what I'm shit, thinking. or both will be dog shit. There is no, there is no fourth option. Yeah. Okay. No, I feel sad. Okay. I don't. Don't want to talk about this anymore. I you've got a, you've got an uplifting story for us next, right, Cooper? I. D- <laughs> <laughs> that I do. Uh. So the Pico Four. The, the cavalry to fight the oppression of Meta. ByteDance, the owner of TikTok's response to Meta. Uh, 
um, like dance of TikTok fame. Yeah, we discussed last episode. Um, the Pico Four is TikTok's response to the MetaQuest Two. Um, it looks very much the same. I'll just send him to Pico Four in chat because why shouldn't I? Pico Four. It became. Is it available now in the USA? I think it is. Right. I don't know. It might not be. It might not be yet. Um. Let's image load. Yeah. It looks very similar to Quest 2. It is very clearly meant to be competing and have someone's grandma miss, like, not get the right one for their kid. And, uh, ooh, how do I say this? Uh, wait, holy shit, what? There were rumors? Sorry, I Googled, yeah. I Googled Pico 4 and I'm seeing an article saying Peaky Blinders VR demo now available for Pico 4. Quest 2 launches in 2023. Another day, another day. Another day, um, another day. We're not, we're not, day. no, another day. <laughs> uh, quick, quick. We've already got so much. <laughs> quick, quick sign up about Pico 4 releases. The Pico 4, um, released on, on Rec Room, or Rec Room is on Pico now. And for the promo which they use for that, they use an image of essentially a Quest 2 on someone in Rec Room. Not the Pico 4. I think that's just a, very clear show of how flawed this design is. Or not how flawed, just how obviously copied this design is. There's there, was the point of bringing it up. There were rumors originally with the, uh, I think it was the Pico 3, that there were parts coming from the same factories. Yeah, I can see that. Anyways, <clears throat> Pico is lying to you. They are saying that there is massive high demand for their headsets, but that is the opposite of the fact. Um, they had a supply order of 2.5 million, which was cut down to 1.8 million. And yeah, Pico is saying there's high demand, but there's not. And all their employees are saying, yeah, I don't use this product. It's stupid. Um, yeah, they, they lied about volume order. They claimed that they were like running out of stock really frequently. Whereas in actuality, they were really underperforming. So yeah, big down spiral of failing sales, rec room using the wrong image, uh, Stuff like that. I don't think this is going to last long. Um, I think they could try again with Pico 5 to make themselves stand out a little bit. Because I, I think the reason that Vive has lasted so long is because it did something a little bit different. Um, something for a different audience. I think Pico's going to try something new. And not just direct copy um, the Quest 2. In fact, let me show you how much they copied. Pico 4... <clears throat> I, I talked about the specs last time. They're the same specs. Yes, they're the same minimum specs. Um, this is the interface of the Pico 4. They yeah, released um, in the US. That's, that's what I thought, yeah. Yeah. This is the Pico 4 user interface. Look familiar at all? Not at all. That's just, Not at that, all, that, Cooper. Whatever that could you mean? Just, <laughs> that is literally just the Quest 2 interface that, that's pixel with, for pixel the the uh, yeah. oculus home with one or two colors sorry, swapped the, the, the horizon home. right the horizon home sorry gotta stay um, gotta stay with my on-brand terminology yeah let's shut up about failing companies now dungeon you have some uplifting vr news do i i yeah. do sorry I, was, I just looked back at my notes uh <laughs> I there's some there's some fun stuff. Oh, to be real, Facebook has copied TikTok. Yeah, it's still funny though. Um, yeah. 
Not as blatant. Not as like blatantly though. Yeah, I mean, it's just social media just keeps copying each other. It's like, because uh, mm -hmm. that's all that they do because that's how they all stay relevant together, is by Anyways, copying off uh, of the new format. Info Instagrams, droids. Yeah. Uh, PSVR two. It the pre-orders are open. Yep. Uh, it deliver. Uh, it delivers. There's a delivery date available, twenty second to twenty eighth. Uh, five hundred and fifty dollars, which is uh, which means that on, on its it own, not combined than... with the. It, it costs more than the console it's for. Yeah, it costs more than the console itself. Meaning that if you want to get into VR with PSVR, you're gonna be paying a thousand fifty dollars for both the headset and console. Yeah, which is. Which is uh, I don't think it's an unreasonable price for what they're offering. I think it's reasonable for what the headset has. I think it's unreasonable to make a headset if you can't make it for, if you can't sell it for less than the headset it's worth for the console it's for. I would normally agree, but I, I, I think this is positive overall because it creates at least some level of competition. Yeah, I. I agree. I agree. I if it if it releases a PC VR mode, like I think I think the original PS VR did, didn't they? Like you could use I'm not it. Sure, I think they maybe did. I think they they released some sort of thing. It's it's. I mean, it's possible. It's all just software. If they release yeah. something like that, this will be one of the best PC VR headsets on the market. If they don't, it's a pretty good deal. If you are a Sony user, really a PlayStation yeah. user. Um, for me, the most interesting part is that it is still wired. Yes, I like that. Okay. I I think I, you I can just you can just be. offer better performance. Yeah. And when I you're don't... when you're offering console AAA quality VR, you need that. I don't see why it wouldn't be wired. It had you know it pretty much should be for PS5 power to get to that. Um, but I think it's going to be a tough sell. To make it so less like, less people care about wires than you think they do. Flexible. Yeah, le less people th care about wires than you think they do, and also most people just play VR in their homes anyway. Yeah. The people who know the people who want to play outdoors and stuff already know they want to play outdoors. Mm -hmm. And like whatever. See ya, Henry. You're right. Uh, it makes sense. But. Yeah, I think it's. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's a bad idea. I think it works for who they're targeting, and yeah. what price level and quality level they're going for. Now, on to my personally favorite topic: the mm -hmm. Sony Makopi. Sony Makopi. Makopi. This thing looks sweet. Yes, it is super cool. Have you seen all the photos and stuff? I have, I have. It's just great. They're great. It They're is so a full-body tracking solution uh, that Sony is uh, planning on releasing. That Pretty soon, right? Uh, I think pretty soon. I don't know. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Pretty soon. Uh, orders open mid-December, ship uh, they ship late January, so yeah, very very soon. Wow. Yeah, that's that's really soon. Um, 
it uh, it is a standalone, well, kind of a standalone body tracking solution. So mm -hmm. it so if you want, uh, hello Megan. So if you want standalone VR tracking, Sony has you covered now. Uh, like they yeah, like so it's these... it's it's a set of six trackers uh, you you place around you, and they perform a level of full wide tracking. Uh, Ten hours of yeah, battery life. One and a half hours of charging time. Uh, That's really nice. Shared charging case. Uh, so they all charge and are stored together. They're color-coded awesome. with little symbols and everything. Uh, they connect via Bluetooth to your phone. They're only 8 grams each. It's $350, which is... I mean, it's not cheap. Yeah, it's but, not, not cheap. But, what, but compared to other like offerings... Compared to Vive Trackers or something like that... I mean, it's, it's, again, it's not cheap. Like, there's other VR trackers on the market you can buy for cheaper. Mm -hmm. But... It looks really cool. Sony, it's a really cool offering by Sony if you live in Japan. Because these are only in Japan. <laughs> you can order them in Japan and get them here, though, right? Uh, you probably have to have them shipped to a, uh, a warehouse in Japan that'll ship it to you. But there are a lot of companies that yeah. do that. Okay. Um, um, anyways, speaking so of. Vive trackers. I, I forgot to mention. I forgot to mention. Me, uh, for the PSVR 2, I, I skipped over this. Sony is expecting, quote, more than 20 titles available at lunch. At launch. Oh, lunch. I'm excited. Yes. More than 20 titles. Ooh. Exciting. Like, like lunch tomorrow? Anyways, so Mokapi, um, these, these six of these that go through your whole body and go through your phone and will actually be compatible with like quest like standalone um headsets as well cost 350 um vive trackers one of them costs a third of that so if you want to get six of them that's going to cost you like 700 yeah and the quality of tracking is going to be lesser than that but for what most people because they require base stations right yeah. yeah but for what most people want and can get this is a really good offer this is really good if you're in um, Japan. And so I got some news about VR chat body tracking as well because along with this. You do. So I do. So not only well this is how they're doing this. Um so, so through the use of OSC software which let me find what that actually stands for because I did not check and did not write it down. Um I'll find it. Essentially what it is is um that is software that will allow a variety of things on your computer or on your phone, like the Mocopy app, presumably, that will allow those things to send data to your computer or headset that tells, like, it's tracking data for your body. Um, so it's kind of like a like an open, open, open source, yeah, open source um, way to transmit data for your body tracking. Um, so... There's a bunch of like stuff with, I know there's a bunch of ways people do tracking now through VRChat. They have like webcam stuff, um, third-party trackers, really cheap ones. There's even an app that you can get where you can turn old phones and stuff, maybe old smartwatches, um, into trackers and like strap them to your body, and they will transmit data from with their accelerometers and stuff to your computer. Which I think is really cool, um, and so VRChat and 
Yeah, VR chat kind of take all that data and turn it into positional stuff for legs, your arms, your hip and chest, etc. So that's gonna be a big game changer as far as I know. In VR chat, tracking full fly tracking has been a big thing where it's like, I don't want to say like. It's it's been a big deal. Like people in the community have loved using it for a while, but it has been a little bit inaccessible um, without being on first of all PC VR and spending a lot of money on uh, Vive trackers and then you need base stations as well. Um, it was gonna be a big deal, I think, for getting people into that. Absolutely. Uh, anyways, dungeon. Hi. There's some of my events. Do you have anything to talk about as far as what they may be doing there? I, uh, I, I made sure to dedicate special time to mentioning the on its own that Among Us VR is now available, which is news I'm sure we are all ecstatic to hear. I'm ecstatic. Do you guys want to see a funny image for it? I would love to. Let me find it. Here it is. You'll have to include this. this in, is a you'll promo. have to include it. You'll have to yeah. include this yeah. in the show notes. <laughs> Uh, this is a promo image for Among Us VR on the Oculus site, or sorry, the Meta site. What is this person doing? They're, fire, they're, they're firing an imposter. arrow at the sussy imposter. No, but that's not how this works. How do you have you played next to them too? Have you played Among Us? VR? I can't say I have. I can't well, say I have. Well, you don't. You don't know. Just uh, this is. This image is incredible just the real life person sitting next to the imposters with the cartoon outline while doing a bow and arrow or like assault rifle it's, holding it's gesture. the classic marketing people who don't understand vr posts pointing at pointing at the imposter being like <laughs> i got you <laughs> oh it's amazing but yeah among us vr came out um somehow the price wall did not well i'm sure it helped but it did not um, do much to block the floodgates of children running in. Uh, yeah, well, even in the... Yeah, it's 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 just kind of unavoidable uh, with mm-hmm. video games in general. You're going to get some amount of squeakers. Yeah. The, uh, the, the trick is just uh, antagonizing them until all the... Eight, them. Until all the eight-year-olds leave. Yeah. And then you're pretty much Or just... Dead. Or like, don't harass them and just report them on the on Oculus and say this person's. But then enough. that takes all the fun out of it. Uh, maybe. Report responsibly. Um, do not harass others. Don't harass children, please. <laughs> we can't. Unless they that. deserve it. Uh, Unless they deserve it. But uh, for our very special holiday episode, yeah, you can hear. Special. I'm sure you've heard jingle bells throughout the episode. Yeah, you, Cooper has added in post now look, that I've told him if to. You, <laughs> If you look up right now, you'll see the mistletoe. It's there. You gotta kiss the person next to you. Yeah. Um. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. We just did a big favor to whoever's listening to our podcast with their their romantic crush. Uh huh. Um. You're welcome, by the way. Yeah, um, I'm sure. I'm sure everyone who's deeply invested in VR news is in a relationship. No, no, no. They they have like the one earbud and in like both of them have one earbud thing. Like, hey, babe, well, listen to minimum spec. Well, listen to minimum spec. That's really the most romantic way you can do it. Yeah. Anyways, so me and Dungeon so remember have to remember holidays, to stick around together. for our Valentine's Day special. Yeah, where we just 
I can't think of a joke. No, Anyways, there's nothing good to put there. Yeah, let's nothing, move on. Nothing, nothing yet. We have nothing recommendations. There yes, are many games. For the holidays. There are many video games. Let's, what, what do you pick? True. What do you choose? What can you... What yeah, do let, you let's say the, what do you play? We're here let's to say your best that. friend. Let's say your best friend has gotten a meta quest for their... From, from, from the holidays. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what should I play besides Beat Saber Resident Evil 4? Um, so we have accumulated little lists of our favorite um, games mm-hmm. um, we've, available. We've, for... Yeah, we we've shrayed yeah. a little bit away from some of the from some of the basic list ones, but there's yeah. a few that are just so high quality. We have to mention. Yeah, we got some indie stuff on here. We do. We do. Um, we have an indie. Who stuff Who wants on to go here. first? <laughs> who wants to go first? I I can start out All with right. my. One of my favorite games is, it's fantastic on Quest, it's fantastic on PC, Waltz of the Wizard Natural Magic. Yes. They're always, it's like 20 bucks, or 20, 20 or 30 bucks, I forget exactly. It is, it's got a ton to do. It is usually always very up to date with new, like VR specs or features. So there's mm-hmm. it gets updated pretty regularly, uh, and I've I've always had a blast with it. Do you want to alternate these? Yeah, let's alternate these. All right, my my first must buy holiday game for your bestest friend in the whole wide world who has just gotten a headset is Bone Lab. I don't know you. You're gonna kill someone, Cooper. You can't throw them in that early. You gotta wade the waters. Got it. Listen. This is like this is like the the trial for if you can play more VR or not. They're going to die. Um, no, no, no. Of my list, plays one last. Actually, maybe like second to last. One of them is pretty sickening. Um, Bone Lab is. I don't want to say the best VR game of all time. It's got some got some problems. You do want to say best it's, VR game of all time. You I just don't, you just don't. you'll get I, backlash I legitimately if you think, do. No, I legitimately think there are better there are better games um, than Bone Lab. I think this is one of those games that does a lot of things very well. There are VR games that do that do, like, a couple things and do them perfectly. This is one of those games where Bone Lab does stuff, like a bunch of different things, and it does it pretty well. So yeah, anyways, Bone Lab is like a little, little like, physics simulation game. That's like the main thing of it. The whole gimmick is that your body is a physical object that interacts with the environment. You can grab stuff, knock stuff around. Um, and there's also a gimmick where you can switch avatars, and all avatars have different stats with like their weight, their their speed, strength. Pick, your, pick jump, your favorite agility. VR chat archetype and play as them. Yeah, pick your favorite anime girl and or furry, um, and play as them, and the game will adapt to that avatar's like proportions and decide how how like strong and fast they are, and it's a really cool thing and. Um, it makes for, for for me as someone who makes VR avatars. It makes for a very personal experience when you're playing this game. Um, and so yeah, this, this game is a campaign. It's got a sandbox. It's all very fun. You should very much try it. I could sit here for hours. But I would. I will not do that. I don't want you to. It is very violent though. So if you're a kid, don't don't no. If you're a kid, don't uh, stop listening to this podcast. Dear God. Yes. A town. Sh- it, it, in terms of multiplayer, one of my absolute favorites is a township tale. 
It is yes. free on PC and only like ten bucks on Quest. So there's really no like ten bucks, yeah. monetary investment if it doesn't click with you. But but there is an in-game shop. Yeah, you you can just play on like private servers, hang out with friends, fuck around, build stuff. Uh, with like build weapons, go exploring. It's I I've just always had a fun time with it. Yeah, very intuitive, like crafting. Um, yeah, and stuff. I always have a blast when I play it, especially with friends. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, now to go to the ops end of the spectrum from a physics-based ultra-immersive VR game to keep talking and nobody explodes. This is this, this is, is a very great holiday game. Yes, if you're going to family, you bring your headset. Um, as long as none of them are like too upset about a little bit of violence. Um, like the part car- of this cartoon game violence. Is cartoon violence. Cartoon violence. <laughs> sorry, I'll explain before I say it's violent. What this game is is one person is in a VR headset, and they have a bomb in front of them. It's very cartoon bomb stuff, um, and they have to disarm the bomb before the time runs out. Now, how they do that is everyone else in the room around them is looking through um, the manual that comes with this game. Um, you can go on it online, um, on your phone, iPad, laptop, you can print it out if you want. Um, and so what everyone else is doing is going through the manual trying to find things to help you things like which wire to cut, which which button to press in what order. The, the person and in so VR, everyone's kind of working. Yeah, yeah the, per, the person in VR can see the bomb but doesn't know how to defuse it. Everybody else knows how to defuse the bomb but can't see it. Yeah, it's a cooperative thing where one person has the instructions to defuse it, and our person has to actually defuse it. Mm-hmm. Um, you get tons so of friends have with multiple pages of the manual open. Yeah, you can really get a whole strategy working together, and it, it's it's always a great time. Um, Dungeon, what is your next on your list? The next one on on my list is Vacation Simulator. Now, oh, I I was debating putting Job Simulator in here. But vacation, like your bone lab. Vacation Simulator is a more complete experience. It's got a lot of character. It feels kind of like a natural continuation. A lot of the things that Job Sim done does well, this does better. Mm. A lot of fun things to do. Great way to de-stress. I played it over the summer, and uh, like last summer, not uh, not this previous yeah, summer, yeah. and it was really really relaxing and really got me de-stressed it was it was nice it was just a really relaxing experience there's a lot there's a lot to do a lot of fun things to interact with stuff like that it's fun yeah i I played it not as much as dungeon i've not completed it but it is a very relaxing game it's very just no stakes just kind of do whatever you want kind of thing yeah you got like fun Um, little fun little things you can do but there's no pressure to do them and you can just kind of fuck around if you don't have any motivation to do any of the goals and and find out i'm gonna play i actually i'm gonna play it after this call because i all right i'm gonna i like it it's fun and for those if you want holiday it has a snow section so there you go it does it has a little winter section it's nice there's a gondola i like gondolas (laughs) The next game on my list is Virtual Virtual Reality. I love it. It's so good. I played this game originally on Oculus Go, and I still had an absolute blast. This game is similar to... It's like The Matrix and Inception had a baby, and the baby was wearing a VR headset. Um, So true. It's an indie game. 
very meta, not like the company, but like. Uh, um, There's a lot of self-referential things and like layers yeah. to the story. It's very, it's very cartoony, and despite how like deep and kind of dark it gets sometimes, it's like a very fun, cutesy game. The visuals are really good. I like a lot of the effects they do. It takes advantage of what VR is, 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 like capable of to create visuals that are impossible to do in real life, and that just feel. I don't know. It's a great experience. It's one of those games that knows what VR can do and will take full advantage of it. Um, and has a lot of character too. Like Vacation absolutely, Simulator. it's one of those it's, games. It's very story driven, a little oh, bit artsy. Play yourself. Yeah. Uh, it's, if you're if you're more into like gameplay, this doesn't have as much of it, but it's a yeah. really cool experience. This is basic basic gameplay, but it's a, an amazing experience. Visually, the sound design is amazing. The story is really fun and makes you think um not like profoundly but like you know um a lot of character great time play it there's a sequel to it heard it sounds great i'm okay with that i will cherish first one yeah uh what's your next game my next one also made by the creators of vacation simulator and job simulator cosmonius high you are a new student at a school with people of different alien species from all over the galaxy and yes. the school is falling apart there's disasters left and right and you gotta help sort everything out you talk to fun characters there's a really nice natural like conversation thing you you mm. pull a speech bubble out of your mouth and pick oh, a, a little icon like a little emoticon of what you want to talk about and the character responds and you can have like full That's conversations cute. like that and it works really naturally and like i felt by the end of it that i had a connection with a few of those characters because like i felt like i knew them and that i had like had these experiences with them to an extent uh your yeah, games did not work if the characters don't work the characters were great it was so nice i yeah. you should play it i oh, it was so good um <laughs> All right, it does a lot of the same stuff that the company is known for, which is mm-hmm. you have a lot. It you have a, a lot of different objects which all interact in interesting ways, and it's a little cartoony sandbox, and you can mess around and see the results of terrible decisions you've made. Yes, the best kind of game. Mm-hmm. Um, my next my next game on my list is called Resist. Um, I'm not going to try sugarcoat it. It's Spider-Man PS4, but in VR. Um, the gameplay is very fun. I'm sure that a lot, some people have tried some of those games before where it's like, oh, this is like Spider-Man or like this superhero This game really VR. makes you feel like Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> this game does it really well. It's really fun. Um, it's got a story. It's a basic story, but it, it, it's, it supports the gameplay very well and creates a fun, interesting world. And the characters, while a little bit two-dimensional, are still fun enough that you're not bothered by the the voice acting or the like mid-mission dialogue um gameplay is supreme um not supreme sublime in this game um this the swinging in it feels really good the way it works instead of like you just like shoot a, a grapple a grapple and that you think you just swing um you have a little like trajectory line that you can alter there's different modes you can alter with your wrist with your head turn or your like joystick turn 
and so you can kind of do like really um, intricate movement through the city with that. Um, also, get upgrades. You get like a jetpack. You can get you can like slow down time for a little bit. Also, the enemies are really fun to fight using this movement mechanic. Um, yeah, it's it's basically you versus a bunch of robots, and there's a bunch of different side missions and stuff. My favorite one personally was the billboards one where you go down, fix a billboard with a little wire mini game. I don't know. <laughs> this game has a blast. It has a blast. I think it is you, a blast. you described so much... it to me as the as all of the side missions in Spider-Man PS4 put into a VR game. Yes. Yeah. Plus a little minimal campaign. Um, there's a lot to do. Gameplay is really fun. Traversing around does not get old. I would play it. I did play it. Play it again. You did play it. I should play it. <laughs> Alrighty. Dungeon, what is your last game? My last game. And this is, all of these are in personally like no order of like importance. They're just in the order that I thought yeah, of yeah. them. I expect you to die. Okay. One or two. They're both oh, good. Rude. Uh, go fuck yourself. Die. Um, oh, okay. Sorry. It is a VR escape room in the style of a 60s Bond film. film. Uh, You've got a character talking to you from behind the scenes, and you're in some precarious situation with lasers and saw blades and sharks, uh, and you've got to figure out how to get out, and you die repeatedly and eventually solve all the puzzles. And Mm -hmm. it's it's a blast, and I I personally really enjoyed 100%ing it. Uh, you 100%ed it? Okay. I 100%ed both of them. Uh, wow. Because there's like a lot of speedrunning stuff which teaches you to optimize the level really well. Um, mm. There's a lot of little Easter eggs and stuff that you get clued in and have to search for. A lot of, a lot of fun little things like that. It's full, it's, got, it's full of character. They typically release free updates for... Uh, for whatever their current one is, so you can just so you just get a few extra levels every once in a while, which is nice, because I think the the original one only had like five or six levels, but now it has like eight or nine, because they added uh, they added like three of them uh, afterwards. They added, they added like three or four, which is cool, and they have a storyline that ties together, and it's nice. So yeah, good good game. Alrighty. What's what's your final one, Cooper? My final um, game for this list is The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. This is one of those ones where it's not my personal like bestest game. It's high quality. It's one of them, but I could not not put it on this list. So as the name suggests, it's a it's a Walking Dead game, um, and despite being like a popular franchise tie-in game, not tie-in actually, it's a separate story whole thing. Um, but despite being part of a popular franchise, it is really, really good and intricate and takes advantage of VR. How do, where should I start? I'll start with the story stuff. I have yeah, actually not beat this game's story. <laughs> I say that, but I haven't, I haven't beat this this game. Yeah. Um, but this story is really cool. Every single there's a bunch of dialogue options and choices, and my favorite me- mechanics that you can literally kill any character at any time if you have a weapon on you. And there is a character who is vital to a part of the game storyline. You just kill them outright. I love, no I, I love stuff like that. Yeah, where it's like, 
you can that'll alter the course of the story and probably cut off hours of a work that the devs and writers put into this game but you can as i say gameplay brilliant movement is kind of basic um because there's some climbing stuff but there's a whole backpack system where you kind of like you manually put stuff in there um the guns are fun they they load i think realistically yeah it's like actual magazines and stuff mm -hmm. um walking through it's i would say it's an open zone game you can pick different places to go to and they're pretty big pretty big maps of yeah but, um, but it's not one full interconnected, interconnected world no 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 you have a hub world which is a cemetery by the way which is awesome it is um, that it, it's one of the only places i've really explored and it is it has an immaculate atmosphere yeah it's a really great hub world um I remember being so scared of it first time I played. I was like, they're going to have zombies in here at some point. Um, but yeah, the hub world is a cemetery, and then you have a little boat that goes out. Oh, it takes place in New Orleans, by the way, which is really yeah, fun. Which is the really, lore for this it is that really adds to the horror atmosphere. <laughs> but the, the, the lore for it is that um, New Orleans flooded um, right before the zombie outbreak, and so there's so much stuff where... Um, it's a very integral part of the story, but I don't talk about because I don't want to spoil anything. Um, but yeah, it's so fun walking around these big open maps, exploring different houses and stuff. It's it's in the cartoon Walking Dead style from the comics and stuff, but it's still it, very creepy. It's a good style, and well, it, it's performant on worse hardware. So Yeah, it, it's on PC VR and Quest 2. And yeah. Quest. Um, I, I don't think I ever walked in a room in this game without having some sort of weapon trained yes um, i that kind of a job you are always on edge it does yeah, a very good job of building tension one of my favorite features you have a watch on and if the watch gets to it if you spend too much time out watch will go off and that means that a horde is coming um i think the idea is that every day bells go off in the town in the city and those all attract the, the horde to you Absolutely terrifying. I never stayed out long enough for that to happen because I was horrified of it. Um, but yeah, I think that's really all I have to say about that. Yeah, so those it's, are our recommendations. Yeah, I would say Walking Dead does everything except for movement perfectly. I don't remember the movement well enough to give a judgment call. The movement is just joystick forward, back. You don't have legs or anything. Yeah, it's fine. Not every, yeah. not every game needs it. It's smooth movement, but it's not like motion sickness movement. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. I think that's. I think well, that's, that's our... everything we wanted to cover. Oh, oh, mm. I actually will say real quick. You have any, any last minute thoughts? Um, Rayman's stories are technically covered under Meta as a product. Um, I got me a pair of those thanks to a good friend. Redacted. Oh, right, you did. I probably shouldn't say that, actually. Um, I should cut that out. Um, we'll want to get, like, fired for giving Co me a code. Cooper, Cooper, got, Cooper, Cooper got a pair of Ray-Ban stories. Yes, that's all we need to say. Anyways, I got a pair of them for not um, anything but the normal price. Don't cut um, that out, too. <laughs> and... and uh, I got the meteor ones in blue, and they're really fun. They're really fun. The The cameras are very high quality compared to what I thought they would be. Mm -hmm. And the audio works. It's, the audio is also very high quality. 
the touch controls on the side of the glasses work pretty well. It's not always consistent, but it's enough that you can like comfortably and like you can do without being like, oh, it's not gonna work this time. Um, when it doesn't work, you're like, oh, well, whatever, I can just try again real fast and it'll work. Um, but yeah, they're all around a great first thing of smart glasses from Meta. Um, obviously, it'd be cool if they had like a display or something in them, but what I do you do? wouldn't... I don't know. It, they're on the edge of smart glasses for me. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like they're just not very intelligent. They're not very intelligent. My biggest gripe with them is that they have the um, the Facebook system built in. And they don't let you use Siri um, with them, which would be fine normally, but all that the Facebook one can do is take photos for you. That's like all it can do. You can say, hey, Facebook, take a photo, and it'll do that. But if you don't, that that's all it can do. I can't say, play the next song, or what's the weather like? Mm-hmm. I, I'm My um, big worry with them is it, it's like fun, but it's not good. Like, oh, these features are so wacky, and then like you just never use them because it's. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll say besides the um, besides the 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 photos and videos and headphones part of them, I don't use them for much. Um, they are my main sunglasses, but I can't say I've found anything in them besides that. That's really been a big thing for me. I don't know. I use them when I go out. Uh, I love taking my dog on walks and bringing them. Um, good first generation, I would say. I am surprised at that conclusion. Yes, okay. I like them. I use them a lot. Well, that's good to the, hear. They have a great little charging case. It's actually a pretty big charging case. But it's the only way to get them to actually fit in something but that can also charge them, which is fine because they come with a little, little, little pouch which you can put them in, and it's a very nice little pouch, and it fits right in my little bag that I bring places. All right. Well then. Well then, that's. I got it. That concludes the minimum specs holiday special. Yeah. Follow us on all of our socials. Our... Yeah. We have one social. We have just Instagram. YouTube, Spotify, Audible. Oh, I suppose those count. Yeah. Yeah, follow, follow us, us on... Um, follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, follow us on Amazon Music, which is separate from Audible, which Amazon also owns. Yes. Yes. Thank you for listening to the Minimum Specs Podcast Holiday Special. Yes. Follow us wherever what does the main you... Lesson? Fo- the, uh, follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't let your child in VR if that's, they're under thirteen. Say, that's a lesson. And have a lovely. And remember, have a have a happy have a holiday jolly, have happy holidays. Have happy Hanukkah. Have a happy Hanukkah. Do it. What else is there? New Year's. Do New Year's. Do, do it. Do New Year's. Do it. Go for it. No balls. Yeah, get you your face. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we're we're, we shouldn't, we're, we're minors. Can we say that? I don't know. Okay. Bye. Bye.